Well, guess what? We're live. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Doc Talk, episode number 11, actually. So grab yourself something cold to drink, settle in. We're going to have us a conversation about a riverboat tonight. But first, we got some we got some business to take care of. Welcome back, everybody. There you guys go. It just loosens up the crowd a little bit when I hit the button. <laughs> the real it. question is, do you guys think at the end of it, it says Jerry, Jerry, like off the Jerry Springer show? <laughs> There's been debate. We're not sure. So uh, let's go around the room here um, before we uh, show this little promo video and uh, let everybody introduce themselves, uh, where you hail from and yeah so whoever wants to get started i'll let you start off <laughs> don't everybody jump at once y'all know i won't <laughs> shut up I, i've been told i talk too much anyway so i'm gonna let her start there you go <laughs> just tell them tell them who you are <laughs> I mean, usually sit here while he's on these things i don't ever talk hi i'm angie funk and i'm chris funk and we're from ucla <laughs> the upper corner of lower <laughs> alabama and that's scout number barking over to the side of if you want to do it Bra brady bunch side you're you're on that side you go ahead chris <laughs> all right here you go. do that fair enough uh i'm chris payne and um, I am in Central Texas, uh, so North Austin, south of Dallas, if that helps you guys orient a little bit. Nice. I'm Gene Wilson. I am in North Florida near Tallahassee. Been with Jackson Kayak since 2017. And I think that was all you wanted, right? Yeah. <laughs> One of you graces go. Give us some grace. <laughs> All right, well, I'm Sheldon Grace, um, originally from near Dothan, Alabama. I live in Auburn now, so a little bit further north, but still in South Alabama. But, um, yeah, I like to fish small rivers. That's kind of my main thing. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And I'm Clay Grace. Uh, that's my son. <laughs> I follow him around. <laughs> not him or not him. Not him. him. Uh, but, Chad uh, Brock's new daddy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take I'm it. From southeast Alabama. Um I'm I'm probably like 20 minutes from the Georgia line and 20 minutes from the Florida line. So I'm down here in the corner. So I get to buy a fishing license for three states every year. Yeah. Um, but like Sheldon, I like skinny water. Um, you know, we like to fish little creeks and rivers and, 
And uh, I guess that's why we were asked to be part of this Coosa deal because we we get in the moving water and stuff, and we're we were blessed to be part of part of that. It was uh, it was a pretty neat deal to to watch the design of the boat and and uh, just be part of it. Yeah, and for all you listeners tonight, this this is actually part of the Coosa X team that had a big hand in designing this Jackson kayak signature team water. Jackson Kayak Team Signature Watercraft. Did I get that right, Funk? Yes, sir. That, 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 That's yes, a lot. Please don't ask me to say Jackson Kayak Easy High Low Seat Slider System. Seat Slider. You know, <laughs> I had a I had a hard time with Easy No Rudder Locking Screw. <laughs> There's got to be right. a blooper reel going to be out there somewhere. I, I I just know if I know Jameson, it's coming one day. Yeah, for sure. That's now, it, before we dive, family friendly to you know what you <laughs> <laughs> let's uh before we dive into this total conversation here and and talk about what went into this, we want to show you guys that are watching live that may not have seen this yet. This is the this is the reel or the promo for the Kusa X, the new boat by Jackson Kayak, the new river, the newest and latest uh riverboat in the Jackson Kayak line. So let's uh, let's show that for you guys real quick. At Jackson Kayak, our roots run deep in moving water, in rivers. We got our start as a whitewater kayak company. And then the first fishing or dedicated fishing kayak was the Kusa. And the Kusa was designed from the ground up to be a river fishing kayak. And what does that mean? It means that it can go and handle moving water light whitewater, rapids, tight areas where you need to be maneuverable and you need to be able to turn, but also not sacrificing the features that help you get out on the water and catch fish. That line progressed and eventually became the Kusa HD. And the Kusa HD kind of evolved and took it to that next step. It added even more features and deck layout for an angler, but it didn't sacrifice the performance needed to get through moving water and get to those places that other anglers might not be able to get to. And now we launched the Kusa X. And the Kusa X is that evolution, that next step in the Kusa line at Jackson Kayak. The neat thing about the Kusa X is that this was a team effort from the Jackson Kayak River paddlers, all coming together, giving their input, and having a say in what they'd like to see in this new kayak. From the concept, being a part of the development team was just incredible because it was a lot of folks with a lot of input that each one of them had specific needs or wants that they would love to have seen in a boat. We built it for people that want to get in moving water and have all the functionality of a updated and modern fishing kayak. We've actually kind of gone back to some white water moving water roots. I mean, this thing is nimble. At the same time, it's incredibly stable. I've crawled all over this boat, fore, aft, didn't matter what I was doing, and I never felt like I was gonna tip over. Give me a moving water, it wasn't a problem. The Kusa X is built for the river angler. That angler that wants to get to those areas that are a little bit harder to reach, a little bit harder to get to, where the fish haven't seen as many baits come by. You may have to run through some mild whitewater or get through some moving water or under trees or around rocks and be very maneuverable to get to where that X is, that X that the Kusa marks the spot. The highlight of this boat being designed by the Jackson Kayak Fishing Team is that a lot of features that you think that you really want in a boat, well, they're there. 
So in two strokes, I can do a 180 in this platform, and that's what makes it such a great platform for running moving water. I feel like it really handles, you know, the fast moving water really well, because you can um, kind of get into some areas that you wouldn't be able to get into with another boat. This is not just a boat that's gonna be great for people who are really efficient at running rapids. This is gonna be a boat that is great for any level of experience. Uh, if you wanna to learn to fish rivers or even small water, um, this would be great. Oh, it's a great boat, especially for the Coosa River here. It's, uh, it's just an ultimate river kayak. For river fishing kayak, I'm looking for something that's stable. It's easy to maneuver, you know, in current. It's awesome. Great seat, very high, a lot of rod storage, ton of deck space, really, really stable. It's got a ton of maneuverability into it. So if you're a fan of the Kusa series, this would be right up your alley. It's been awesome and it's handled everything we've thrown at it today. Everybody came together, they put their input in and what came out of it is an awesome river fishing kayak, the Kusa X. The Kusa X, a Team JK Signature Watercraft. And there you guys have it. That is the promo reel for the uh, the Kusa X. So when we get into this thing and, and really start talking about it, Chris, I'm going to kind of Chris Payne, I'm going to kind of hit your blog and and let's let's start with the why. Why the Kusa X? Yeah. So. One of the things that we talked about in that article that uh, I think a lot of links have been shared this week is, you know, the CUSA to me has has, has personal thing. So I want to go back to 2012. Um, I had a yellow jacket CUSA. That was my first real kayak. Um, you know, I fished out of a, a little, uh, you know, big box store, nine and a half foot sit in for six and a half years. And as a dude that's six two. Um, I was looking for some comfort and finally it squirreled enough money away. I, so I found a, a Kusa, a yellow jacket Kusa and got to fish that on moving water. I dropped it in and it was a completely different experience. And I think for a long time, those of us river rats that love to play on rivers and moving water and stuff. Um, we liked that boat, but as, as like tournament fishing and all of that started to evolve, um, we needed a little bit more, right? And so then the Coos HD, and, and it's kind of like the promo video showed, right? Um, and I think it's evolved again, right? It's it's evolved even further where now motors are coming into play. Horizontal rod storage is an actual thing and we're not relying on the deck lid uh, to just prop up a bunch of stuff. And then you've got a deck littered full of rods that you're trying to like measure fish on the deck of a boat in the midst of all this and not get hooks in your hands and have to carry, you know, pliers and dikes with you to do surgery on the water. Um, also, you know, huge tank. Well, this is just the evolution, right? If I'm honest, people can, can read all the upgrades, but this is the evolution. This is what is supposed to happen with a paddlecraft company. That's, that's been around as long as Jackson has is we're constantly trying to get better. And when you get team input from guys who fish tournaments, guys who fish moving water, guys who fish, all over the country, what you end up with is a boat that works for so many different people in so many different applications. And, and it's just an absolute joy to paddle. I don't mean to sound like too much of a Homer here um, no, because no. I, I've kind of made my name not being a Homer, but um, this, this boat, while it has a few things that I would change about it, um, 
let me put it this way. I was so excited about this boat. Sorry about the dogs. You're There's fine. a squirrel running around out back. <laughs> I've got GSPs, and so they're going nuts right now. <laughs> uh, but um, something about this boat, like, I got in it, and the first thing, so where we put in at the river in Texas, um, it, it was moving water. Like if you put the boat more than halfway in, it was going to, it was going to be gone. And so the first thing that I wanted to do was get in it and hit it with one paddle stroke and see if I could turn it. Right. right. If I could do a 180 with one paddle stroke in that moving water, I was, I, that's what I wanted to see. That was the test or else I was just going to get out of the boat and be like, okay, this one doesn't work for me. I'm sorry. You know, it'll be great for everybody else. And I got in there and man, I hit that paddle stroke and it turned around and I was having so much fun. I hit it with two paddle strokes and was 360 in it. And mm -hmm. it's kind of in that video a little bit, but the camera guys were like, what is this nut job doing? And I was just turning circles in it like mm -hmm. the teacups at Disney. And they're like, what is he doing? I'm like, I'm, I'm testing it. That's, yep. that's what I want to know. I need to be able to spin that thing around in the back of moving water and hit that eddy and be able to hold it in place, like with a good hull. Like that, the hull was the most important thing. And if they're like Jackson excels at holes, that's what we do. Moving water has been the thing. We started mm -hmm. with white water and that's why we know moving water, right? We started with moving water. We didn't start with, you know, flat water, deep water, like yep. moving water. It's in our DNA. And so this is just what I consider the third generation of evolution for moving water fishing kayaks. So. And I, th I think on the sides of the hole and everything, you can really see the whitewater influence starting to come into that hole, um, especially when you look down the side of it. I mean, you can really see that integration starting to come come together in fishing kayak and, and the whitewater. Um, so the design process, I mean, Clay, give us a little bit about what was that like? I mean, as far as, you know... <clears throat> going through that with the team and, and hearing everybody else's different opinions and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we kicked around a lot of different stuff, you know, starting out. We kind of knew, I think everybody kind of had an idea kind of what they wanted, but, but uh, being on some of those Zoom calls and, you know, um, you know, hearing other people's ideas, that was the fun part about it. Um, um, you know, you know, the rod storage on the side, you know, I, I remember us, I really wasn't thinking about that. A lot of times I just got rods thrown up there, you know, and, and, uh, and then being in this boat, I'm like, yeah, it makes, makes a lot more sense to have them, you know, down the side, especially when I'm in a river, I never really use the rod holders, you know, the right ones in the back that are coming up cause I'm in, I'm in rivers and creeks and stuff's getting hung up. But, um, that's why I've always just laid them on the front and Sheldon's bad about, I mean, he's, he just got like rods everywhere. I'm like, so <laughs> that it would definitely that be good for him to kind of get typical young. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, the process of just hearing other people, you know, they, uh, I was glad to see Jackson do that and kind of come, you know, you know, to people on the team and, and kind of, ask for their input i mean i don't know that um i don't know that happens in a lot of different companies i, I don't know it maybe it does but it was refreshing to see everybody kind of have their say in it and uh and then they you know took that to the <coughs> designers 
at you know at the factory and 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 they kind of and it was you know it was back and forth on a few things mm -hmm. um and um but just to see that process and be part of it um you know it's neat and then when the boat comes out it's you know you can see you know different aspects of it that you know that we talked about that so so it's neat for it to be a you know basically a team boat everybody you know was involved even people that weren't in the actual group you know that did the zoom even people on the team you know had had gave their input on stuff and uh but uh it was it was truly a blessing to be part of the design in a in a river boat you know to you know being a river river person river rat myself so now sheldon who had the worst idea the worst idea yeah what was the worst well, idea i'll take this chance to shoot my shot at jameson the worst idea <laughs> of everything is jameson needs to learn how to throw a different bait than a jackhammer we just need oh, to get that out i there. heard about this oh um, that's probably the worst thing i've ever heard is throwing a jackhammer all day but um no everybody had some really good ideas i think it really meshed well as far as what everybody said um of course, there was some things people disagreed on. Um, you know, that's going to happen whenever you have so many people putting input in. But I really think that the majority of the things that everybody wanted got meshed in really well. And I mean, at that point, when you're when you're trying to make a kayak, there's really no bad idea to start with. You know, everybody's throwing ideas and some are like, yeah, we're throwing that out. That's not good. And then someone's like, yeah, that's nice. So it's just you bounce ideas off each other and eventually you get to, you know, what we have now, which is an amazing kayak. And so I think, you know, there's not really any idea that was just awful. You know, I think everything was, you know, inside the ballpark that we wanted to get to. And I think, you know, Jackson and design team did exactly what we wanted, you know, all of us combined and all of our inputs, I think they did an amazing job with it. So. Now, Mama Jean, you have been a long time Kusa HD user. Um, you love that boat and you spent a lot, a lot of time in, in several Kusa HDs over the last few years here. Yes. How do you feel that this new boat will be able to change the way that you do things? Do you feel like it's a quality upgrade over where we was and, and how this boat's laid out compared to the original? Absolutely. You know, and it, I think, that if I had not also uh, uh, been in um, the UPIC, mm -hmm. that I might have just said nothing could be better, nothing could be better than the Kusa HD because I was just so meshed with that boat and feeling so comfortable with it. And I thought, I don't know if I want the UPIC. I don't know if I want not having, you know, the hat. And it just seems like it's too big. But once I got in that and I had that expansive deck to you know and uh it, it didn't it doesn't turn as well as the kusa hd but the upic you know gave me that feeling of the expansiveness of the deck and how wonderful that is for a lot of the things i like to do on the river it really is just kind of pillage underneath you know map with my net and look at little critters and right. <laughs> you know a deck in front of me so when I got into the Kusa X, here was my big deck, but it was handling so much like the Kusa HD, and I think even more so. Like Chris Payne said, that thing was turning on a dime. Mm. I couldn't believe how maneuverable it was and how comfortable it was. 
how well it paddled. Um, because, you know, it seems like you're in a big boat when you're on it. But really, when you look at the, the length of it, it's really not that much you right. know, different. So um, I was totally impressed with the Kusa X. And I'm sorry, little HD, you have a place. <laughs> but, uh, get replaced. <laughs> now a buddy boat. Absolutely. And you, you're a big user of the hatch. I, I've seen the inside of your hatch in a few photos. And you, you use the hatch quite a bit, Gene. So I'm sure you're happy to see a gargantuan hatch on the outside of this Kusa X. That hatch, you, I mean, you could put your rods down. I can't really do that in my Kusa HD. Um, I've been able to with a few, but most of them I really can't. But yeah, that thing is expansive. You, you've got you can put dry bags down in there, camping, you know, equipment. Um, so yeah, that's that's a huge plus on that boat. Is the is the big front hatch. Now over to Chris and Angie. This is the big question of the night. There's there's one Kusa X at the Funk household. <laughs> <laughs> Whose is it? Well, the as of today, uh, there's one here, but there's one paid for that's coming. Uh -huh. and, and the color got changed to somebody's pick. So uh, mm -hmm. th mm -hmm. there will be two here before long. We will not have to worry about it. I, I, I am a smart man. Keep the bride smiling. <laughs> <laughs> especially if she's not a fisher person anyway he has always outfitted me very well so that i will go with him and that's always been pretty important i i resemble that statement at, here at home my <laughs> wife is always i make sure she's got a nice boat so she does well, makes she, her like she to probably go. had the most poignant thought when we you know we we immediately trying to get ready for the launch uh, we knew that we wanted to do a side by side with with the X and the HD, and and the only way to do that is to get them on the water together, you know. And and she, as I've been trying to include her in, in more videos because I, I well I love having her around too. It seems like she could speak to uh, another audience that I don't reach, so it's it's mm -hmm. been beneficial for us to have her there. But we decided, all right, we're going to run that boat along with the HD and go see. And her statement was you don't know that you need this until you paddle it. Cause mm -hmm. if you're in that one, you know, in the HD, it's a wonderful boat. Yep. It will do everything you want it to do. But when you get in this one, it is so eye opening. And, and I mean, literally like, like Chris said, when we get in it, she's spinning, oh. spinning <laughs> it, spinning it, same thing. And I did the same thing. It's like, Oh my gosh, I can turn. Not only can I turn 180. I can turn 180 and power out of it in a straight line and get to wherever yeah. I need to. And then I, it has a good glide too. And it behaves in the wind. It doesn't just wind vane. It actually turns sideways. You know, we carried it out in some gnarly conditions and, and really got to kick the tires in it from whitewater to, to, to bad weather. She paddled it. Cause she said, look, if I'm going to talk about it, I need to know about it. And I need to have all of my thoughts solidified. So as a, as a reviewer, that's the best way you can be is to actually get in it and kick Try the tires. Yep. But her statement about you don't know, you don't know that you need this until you get in it. And I and I still say that I'll tell it any person if I'm near that the water with that boat, especially if you're running your mouth about anything negative, sit your butt in it 
Yeah. And I'll shut your mouth about it. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> now, this this one's kind of for anybody that wants to answer. And I think because I know we've all been here as these boats have gotten better. Well, but let's back up. At one point, we all jumped into Jackson kayak for our first time and we felt we let off the paddle and we felt that boat glide. And we went, holy cow, this this boat is just it's moving all on its own. And every time we get a new boat, it's like we experience that all over again. Do you feel like the Kusa X, you going, getting in a brand new boat, a brand new hull design, do you feel like you're experiencing that same thing again? Can, can, can I? <laughs> I got my hand up. <laughs> I, I was totally I was so blown away from it because it's like you know I don't think about the Kusa line as a big water boat you know I don't think about it even though I, I did 50 miles in the Everglades in the HD I threw a cast net you know for mullet with sharks swimming around me and and it was just it was that good of a haul that it was capable of doing that it wouldn't be my first pick to do that because i think of it as a, as a riverboat i promise you the x is at home as well on the flats chasing a redfish as it is in the whitewater of the chattahoochee river and and you can't say that about many hulls you you cannot there i mean there's just like I wouldn't, I tried running, I ran a Cuda 14 down uh, the, the Coosa River, and that was a bad idea. I, I swam four <laughs> times that day. That was <laughs> So they're not all designed to do everything. And and But I, I promise you, I would put that X on anybody of water and fish for any critter that swims and not feel outgunned. Well, and Chad, can I jump in here real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I, I think the people outside of Jackson that know me, know me as a boat reviewer, right? I've, I've done uh, Kusa X is my 68 kayak wow. that I've, I've yeah. gotten in and reviewed. I've been in dang near everything. Um, and there have only been two boats of those 68 that I got out of a demo and was like, I have to own that boat. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was the newly redesigned a few years ago um hobie outback when they changed Mm it and this one um the kusa x is and and i own a nar i own a nar but i didn't get out of that boat feeling like oh my god if i don't have this right now i'm gonna have some kind of heartburn like i was like this is a great boat and it does this and this and this and i like this and this is great but the kusa x I, I was going to steal it from Richard Penny and just not let him know. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't know what happened. And then he would check my, he would check my barn and he would find it. But, um, but I had that much of a reaction to being able to play in that boat, being able to fish in that boat. I fished in it side saddle. You can see that a little yep. bit in that promo mm-hmm. video uh, because I wanted to test it for my people that are fishing saltwater down at the coast that are fishing in a foot and a half of water. Can I sit side saddle in this, touch my feet to the ground and hold myself in high wind when I'm fishing in super shallow water? Yes. The answer is yes. And I got off of that. And the first question, Jameson, um, I know I have a different boat on order. What do I need to do to change that? Because <laughs> yeah. if I don't have this boat, I'm going to hurt. 
Um, and, and if I have to, it is okay. Here's the other thing. It is one of two boats that I have been willing to pay full retail out of my pocket. The moment I got off the water. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how big of an impression it had on me. Hmm. Yeah. And I, I can kind of attest to that. Just, just being on the factory floor the day we took the first one off the line before it took off to, uh, you guys down in Alabama, you just looked at it just sitting there. And, and I think pictures do a great job of showing the boat, but until you see that boat in person, mm-hmm. it's like, Holy cow. We set the boat on the floor. I stood my fat butt up on it, stood on the floor. There ain't no give. It was no. like, Holy cow. And it was just like, yeah, I, I said the same thing. It's like, I need to uh, change my order. I need this boat. And Pierce Funk knows this and Gene knows this as well. They're you going to have to pry my list from my cold, dead hands. <laughs> There's yeah. a competitor. Yeah. There's yeah. a competitor now. Um, talking about these trips you guys took, um, obviously the boat left Jackson kayak and went straight to the heart of Alabama, the Coosa river. Um, you guys jumped in it. Let's talk a little bit about that trip and what you guys uh, endured down there. Whoever wants to go and, and start off on the great family adventure. I mean, we're just the Brady Bunch here having a Brady Bunch conversation. Talk to Sheldon. He's the only one that caught fish. <laughs> Wait a minute. i seen Jameson holding one. Are you saying? Oh, yeah. No, Jameson, Jameson wore, wore him out. Jameson wore him out uh, on the Coosa. No, no, no. Wait, hold on. Me. Hold on. He <laughs> caught the biggest fish on the Coosa. There's, he did not wear me out, though. Okay? He caught the biggest I, one. We'll give him that. But whenever you throw an eight-inch bait for three days straight, you're going to catch the biggest fish, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean, will tell you that, that Sheldon <laughs> taught me a lesson on my own river because I am not a jerkbait fisherman. And I, that is one thing that I have had a hard time doing. And I watched him spank my butt for an entire day catching on the jerk bait. And so the next day when we hit the water, you better believe I, I, I might be dumb one day, but I ain't going to be dumb too. And uh, <laughs> so the next day yeah. I followed up and I, and I had to watch him to learn what to do with it. I mean, like, you know, I didn't even know how I was supposed to act with it, but by golly, <laughs> the second time I caught fish and, and I, I was proud of myself for, for, for picking up a lesson on my own river. Uh, and the funny thing is that me and Clay are the most likely to just play around with three finger brim while everybody else goes bass fishing out of the whole group. But, uh, 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 but you know, I, I kept waiting on that big bite for Miss Jean. We're gonna get her back up here and get get on it too. But uh, it, the the best part of that trip was the people on this call. I I, I, I promise you that that was the most fun. I I enjoyed the heck out of it. I know our our trip over to the Coosa started at seven that morning didn't nothing up till 10 30 that night for us and, and yeah. poor Clay still had a couple hours to drive home so that was a long day but it was good yeah. memories and, and, and that was like, the third that was the third day too the third day yes yeah, third day in a row yes so, sir uh, so, uh, it, that was, it was a, a bit tired you know tired and that's what we said that but, x is that's the treasure that's the treasure sitting right there on this that those friendships the beauty, the eagles we saw flying, the 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 the, the leaves that we saw changing, that's the treasure, man. Yes, I mean, I, I honestly didn't have to rip one lip, and and it's funny because 
she the whole time here you go i got another chris i got another chris and for those of y'all that don't know i'm her eternal bait boy so uh, uh that's that's, all, that's my job yep but uh that it was it was so much fun and i would love i'd love to do that and i'd love to get more team members to join in with us to do it because it was a it was a blessing that was fun i was a blast i was definitely the weakest weakest link on this trip Oh, I doubt that. Oh, come on. I doubt But you got to understand, Miss Miss Jean throws logging chain for her monsters. And she's got. <laughs> you know, I I got I got guppies. She's got monsters. So we we gonna have to get her off her logging chain next time she comes up. We, we'll get you took care of, Miss Jean. I promise. You know, it's not necessarily the size of the fish because I was really happy with the fish that I was catching, even though they weren't mm -hmm. big monsters. I don't know. You did catch, catch a good one. Yeah, I did find a good one. Happy with mm -hmm. part of it was that I was not used to those moving waters. Right. Um, these rivers are slow and lazy mm -hmm. with eel grass up to the top, which acts like a drag chain. Right. And, uh, you know, so I'm puttering around and I can stop when I want. I can cast where I want. I can look at gear when I want and not have to think about it. But as soon as you get on those, the faster water with rocks that can, throw you over let me tell you about that <laughs> uh that's a whole different ball game it really is but as soon as i got into that kusa x i felt really confident i felt so confident in that boat so you know i think that i'm kind of the same way as, as chris Payne saying you know i need to have a boat that can go from river to lake to inshore coastal creeks and you know out on the flats and i'm i'm really mm -hmm. thinking that boat is going to shine mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. now chris payne you just got back from a uh you was actually out with the uh road trip angler crew um yep. doing, the, doing filming for the first episode with the new kusa x how was uh how was that adventure and you had tng out there and TNG, yeah tg tg canoes and kayaks um so I don't know like of another dealership that is a, as much of a bunch of river rats as those guys. Uh, if the water ain't moving, they ain't fishing it. Um, <laughs> they, um, they know moving water boats and, and we fished on, uh, we fished on their river right there by their shop. Um, that's why they have their shop there and they know the ins and outs of it. They know every shoot, every eddy every rock boulder they know it all um and the water is lower in that river right now so it's a spring spring fed river so it's always got water in it mm -hmm. uh, but the level goes down based on the rain and um so miss evelyn uh who is the matriarch of tg canoe and kayak um she let us know that the river is lower than it's been uh, since before 1950. Wow. Um, and so every little boulder, every little rock, <laughs> everything was exposed. And so we were going to get a real technical run through. Um, yeah. So Lance is talking, Lance is in the comments there. Um, so Dwayne and Alex, um, father <laughs> and son that, uh, were out there with us, uh, with TG canoes and kayaks. Um, they they put it through the paces and they have they have names for all these different you know kind of danger places I, they're not dangerous if you know what you're doing but if you don't know what you're doing you're gonna 
go swimming. Um, and what was, what was great about it is, well, first off, now I understand why, why Jameson had a jerk bait tied on when we started the day. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he had learned from Sheldon. Oh, you shouldn't have told us that. I will tell you, he threw that thing for about 10 minutes and then he tied on a jackhammer and threw yeah. that for, for most of the day. Um, but what was cool about it is, uh, so we had moving water, class ones and maybe a class two, like maybe. Um, so not super like what I would call, you know, complex as far as the amount of water pouring over um but the tight technical turns you had to do like it was it was playing ping pong it's like left right left Mm -hmm. swing out kick past the eddy dig 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 and then turn like 180 degrees the other way and shoot down another shoot and we're talking narrow shoots so Mm -hmm. 48 inches wide at the most for some of these things so you've got it. You've got to hit it just right, and you've got to be able to turn that tail in, or else you're you're going to be playing bumper cars with these boulders. Um, and what was what was cool about it is um, I got to paddle. So I was in a yellow jacket, Kusa uh, X, because I kind of begged my way into that one to test that colorway just because of the nostalgia that it had ten years post. Right. Uh, yeah. For me, um, Richard hadn't even been in that boat yet. So I was the first one to paddle that yellow jacket. And I know that just broke his heart, but I was like, I don't really care. Um, <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway. Um, and so I got to paddle that for a ways. And then I had to leave a little bit early because we were thinking, you know, maybe four or five hours on the river. We get into hour seven and I've got an hour and a half drive back home and I've got to get to a concert that my kid is doing. And so I had to call Miss Evelyn and say, hey, can you pick me up? She's like, yeah, I can do that. And and they worked all that out. But in doing so, um, I talked to Dwayne and Dwayne's like, hey, do you mind if we switch boats? Dwayne was in his Kusa HD and then he was going to paddle the Kusa X the next two days when I wasn't able to be there. And I said, yeah, that, that'd be great. Um, and so we swapped boats. And so I got to test on the last bit of technical water, the Kusa HD after testing technical water in the Kusa X and feel the difference on the same river, on the same day, in the same condition. Um, and that ended up, you know, unintentional consequence, but it really just solidified for me how different the boat is. Um, even though a lot of people may not think it's that, that different, but if you're, if you're paddling one and then you paddle the other, it's like Miss Angie said, you know, yeah it's eye-opening for sure yeah i can remember i've just got one little quick story i remember the first time i knew i spent two days there on the chattahoochee and uh but the first time i really knew that that boat was just going to really excel in water um was miss angie was right below me we were kind of me and her were kind of over here beside some rocks yeah. He hooks into a fish. Chris is down here checking out because we saw a fish jump. I think it wound up being some drum or something uh, in there. And he had kind of went downstream. It's a pretty good little run there. It's not any like white water, but the water was moving right there, like four or five miles an hour. I mean, it was moving. 
And uh, I just had a good vantage point. And when he's coming back to her, he was coming over there to help her with her fish. When he's coming back to her, it looked like Michael Jackson moonwalking across this shoal. Right there. <laughs> it was like he wasn't even paddling hard. It was just, you know, and I could see the water just coming by me, you know, and he just gets right back to her, no problem. And I'm like, I'm like, that right there is pretty cool. I just, I was in a good spot to be able to see that. Mm -hmm. and, and the boat just, there's not very much of it in the water, to be honest. Um, you know, and it just, the way, the way that hole is, it's, it just excels in that type of water. And even if you're in, you know, where I fish down here, it's more, it's more technical, like what Chris was saying, you know, uh, but the maneuverability is going to be good, uh, you know, cause it's smaller creeks and, and stuff like that, but the water can get to running pretty fast. But uh, I do a lot of paddle ups, you know, from mm -hmm. I'll put it out and then paddle up and the HD's really always been a great boat paddling upstream to me, uh, you know, and, and this boat is just going to be even that much better. So that's what I'm excited about is being able to get in there and do some paddle ups. Yeah. And I, I want to add one more thing, Chad, because I know we've talked about maneuverability and I've probably said that more than I should have. Um, I, I definitely think that's worth mentioning. But the other thing is, is a lot of times when you have maneuverability, um, you lose tracking. And that has not been my experience with this boat. Um, you have maneuverability, but it tracks well on our mm -hmm. Texas river that we fished down here. Um, we had some flat stretches, right? Where the water kind of runs off and then you've got a flat stretch. And so we're able to basically just kind of boat race these things and, and just dig, dig, dig and see how they do. And I remember on the original Kusa way back when, you know, a decade ago, we had what we called nose walk, right? It's great for moving water, but when you, mm -hmm. I mean, you're, yeah, you're walking like a Zara spook. Um, yeah. This boat doesn't do that. This boat ha has a good kill in the back end of it, but it's not something that uh, keeps you from being able to be maneuverable. And that's, quite frankly, that's some kind of wizardry to be able to get a boat that you can spin, but will also track straight. Like, you don't see that. Uh, much and i think that that's kind of been lost a little bit because a lot of people put motors and pedals on everything and yep. you know we're doing it too but if, for somebody who wants to paddle a boat and doesn't want to have to fight fatigue and they want to be able to turn and they want to be able to fish moving water but they also need to be able to paddle a straight line like if we're down at the coast or something like that i i don't know of one better mm -hmm. yeah one thing i was going to say about it um I know Chris Funk talked about this. Me and him talked about this before, but um, you can trim that seat forward if you want it to track really well. And that's one of its, you know, biggest strengths is if you're in a fast moving river, you can, you know, trim it back, trim that seat back where you can turn it really fast. But if you want to go somewhere on a still body of water, like where Miss Jean fishes per se, you can trim that seat up a little bit and make it track really well. So I think that's like, you know, a big positive with this boat good point now we got a we got one audience question i'm gonna throw it up here real quick how do you guys compare paddling the kusa x versus the liska on a flat water situation well, I'll well say like, i went from i started out in the og kusa and then my next boat was the liska so um i fished the liskas after i got out of my og and i haven't been on much flat water as far as, you know, 
where we took the boat, most of it was moving water, but there was some flat areas. And um, I think, like I was saying, it just tracks really well, which is one thing that the Liska does as well, is it tracks really well. But I think you get that um, that positive of being able to fish the faster moving water more effectively with the with the X than with the with the Liska, per se. So I think that that's like a positive. You kind of get the best of both worlds, whereas the Liska, I don't think it excels in the extreme fast-moving water like what you can do with this X. Well, and that, and I know, Chad, you saw the picture. Um, some folks have seen it of the entire team, uh, mm-hmm. our last, right at sunset, the last day on the Coosa River. And there were two Liskas, uh, the U-Pick and, and uh, the Bite out front, and a Kilroy. Yeah, all out in front right. of me, a good distance away, and I was in the X. And, you know, I stayed back because I wanted to take the picture, but y'all were, you know, 150 yards, 200 yards out in front of me, and they never checked up. I mean, nobody's worried about Chris, so, you know, but they just kept going. <laughs> but, uh, it was yeah, getting so, dark. But, but, I, but I, I, you're right, we, it was a long day. And that was after nine hours of paddling, so we were all whipped, but I was able to catch up with all those boats without having to kill myself. I mean, I just, I picked up speed, caught up to them and, and tracked right with them. I think as far as effort goes, it's, it's no more effort to paddle one over another. I would think if I primarily fish still water, the Liska would, would be, you know, a wonderful choice. Mm-hmm. If you spend any time in moving water, I, I believe I'd lean toward that X just because it can do that and that and do them well. It's not mm-hmm. like you're, you're half, not even a really, it's not a trade off. Honestly, it, it, it can do both of them. The Liska is still a wonderful boat, very stable. The the stability, you know, is especially primary stability is, is wonderful in that boat where the Kusa X has a little bit less primary stability, but still way enough to lean over to release a fish or or fool with anything in in the uh, the rod tubes or you know, and not feel like you're going over. And then once you stand up, oh my gosh, that that thing is it's like standing on a runway. Uh it, it was it was amazing to me. So it, it, I know it's like apples to apples on those, but I would say if if I fished more moving water than still water, I would lean toward the X. If I fished, you know, mostly, mostly still water, I I mean, yeah, the Liska, you're never going to go wrong with the Liska. Uh, but that X is going to cover every every base. It's going to cross every T and dot every I uh, and every freshwater body of water that, that, that I know of anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, and I think – you know, from from a guy who was not here when they launched the Liska, um, I think what you have to think of the Kusa X as is it's a Liska plus, mm-hmm. right? So all the, all the great things about the Liska, it's that plus the ability to do moving water plus some of the some of the new features that are on that boat, um, and they're they're both great boats, but if you're picking one, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same thing. I've got a question for Chris Funk. For for people who fly fish, um, <clears throat> can you tell them, you know, what you did in testing, uh, what you can do with the rod and stuff? Because I think a lot of people. I had a guy ask me, you know, he said, "What about, you know, he's got a Mayfly, and Mayfly is very stable boat. He says, is it as stable?" Uh, was his question, and. Uh, and, you know, I've talked to him a little bit about primary and secondary stability because uh, there is a little difference there. I mean, the Mayfly is really solid. But uh, can you touch on that for people who may want to get a Coos X and fly fish out of it? 
Sure enough, yeah, the because uh, you you were the first one to ask the question, and and I and I I think I texted you the pictures that we put we took the the back part of the 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 rod butt holders and and actually put them back in the tank well, and you're able you could put four nine foot fly rods in there if you wanted to. Of course, most people I know wouldn't carry that many, be yeah. two you know at the most. But the one thing where that boat is going to shine is in the maneuverability. The fact that you could turn it and point it like the Mayfly. I mean, if, if, if when I was standing in the Mayfly, I would have to put the paddle against my chest, you know, and pull to turn the boat really around cool and, front, and, a, yeah. and a few, few strokes to turn around. You guys know that I use the paddle belt a lot with the Kusa X. I'll be able to pop that paddle out of that paddle belt and one hand one spin hand. the boat, change it wherever I want it to go. And then it'll, it'll pick back up tracking where I want, put it back in my paddle belt and go back to fishing. And by changing out those thumb screws on the foot pegs to the low profiles, there will be literally nothing on that boat that would catch fly line. Uh, so, yeah, it it'll it will be a very very good fly boat, without a doubt. Just a well thought out feature, I tell you. Mm. I'm not even a fly fisherman, but. I've we'll watched. get you one day. One day we'll get you. <laughs> I'll, I'll burn nest a couple of wheels for you. Jane's going to show up all dressed in Sims. Oh. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She'll be busting 12 pounders on, on you know, number six. Oh, yellow yeah. 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 oh my <laughs> gosh, Dean, come on. <laughs> uh, now, I forgot what I was going to say. He's How about that? I was <laughs> contemplating and it went through. It's been a long week. Yeah. We, launched, we launched a boat this week. It's been a little bit of a week. Um, <laughs> well, and I've had discussions with people on, you know, a couple of things on my, my channel that we've talked about has been, you know, not only is that, that tank well up front, the, the hatch, it's, it's larger than the HDs and the mm -hmm. opening. Angie's pointed that out. The opening is larger than the HD. So gear goes in and out of it better. And I, and I've, I've had one person say, I can't believe it doesn't have a rear hatch. Well, I'm sorry, the rear hatch on most boats are useless. They're, you know, to me. But having a that tank well with the ability to strap, the tank well is huge. I mean, you could put a body in it. You could, you know, you, you, whatever you want to. Maybe a deer. Let's go with a yeah, deer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you can't say what kind of body, Chris. The barrel yeah. yeah. But then be able perfect. to strap over and strap that gear down. Uh, you know, and then have all the inside room. And then on top of the front deck, you could put more if you wanted to. You could stay away from the house for, if I made her mad enough, I could stay away from the house for three months and never have to worry about coming back. You know? <laughs> so for that aspect of it, th it, that's also another facet of the diamond that is the Cusack. I think one of the questions that's come up a lot that I, that you've seen Chris Funk and I've seen, I'm sure you guys have all seen it too, is the weight and portability. Yep. It's kind of like this. I, I don't know. And you guys tell me what you think. It's 2022, almost 2023. They make some really cool kayak carts that are not badly priced. Mm -hmm. um, if you're still dragging your boat with the cam strap down a hill, you don't have to do that anymore. Um, I will say though, uh, Chad, that I th I talked to uh, to Matt that's at the factory, and uh, mm -hmm. and and you know I had an HD, and dragging an HD is a lot easier than dragging uh, OG Kilroy 
a you pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got a kill up there, you know, it kind of right. digs in. Uh, so just, you know, that boat performs well in the water, but it also performs well on the land when you're dragging over stuff like a lot of us river fishermen have to do. It's yep. just kind of banana shaped. And, and when you put a, you know, a line on it and start pulling it, it really doesn't feel that heavy. Um, Cause I, I'm, we were making a few runs there and I helped Miss Angie get her boat up. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of those shoals and I didn't even have a strap and I'm just grabbing the handle and pulling it up. And it's, I mean, it's pulling way easier than my U-pick to be honest, because, right. you know, just the, just the way the design of the hole is. So um, I think that weight thing, I mean, you know, people's people are going to say, you know, stuff about that it's heavy, but when it gets in the water, it's not heavy and even dragging it, you know, through some, areas to get to the water you want to fish i really don't think it's going to be that bad same thing dragging it over a shoal that's what matt had told me he said i kept thinking i was going to start hitting something but it drafts so shallow I, he, he just you know never even had to get out of the boat he just kind of pushed his way through places yeah and don't forget ergonomically that you know every one of us picked that boat up in the parking lot and guessed less mm-hmm. than what the actual production weight is. True. And the boat that I have is about seven or eight pounds heavier than what yep. a production boat is going to be because it was poured extra thick and, you know, checking in plastic. So we all guessed less than what the production weight is on a boat that weighs eight pounds more than what the production weight is. True. So that, that's, yeah. that's saying something now. And because you guys know, I was the one that I fought for a, a lighter weight boat uh, and, and loudly, and loudly. And, yeah. and I knew, I, and I knew that, the, that, the, that they were going to scream and holler whenever it came down to it. But I, I got to admit that the thing is, and I said it, you know, if you add everything you add, if you add a brush guard and a winch to a truck, you, it, add, it adds weight. You add a trailer hitch to a truck. It adds weight. You add four wheel drive to a truck. It adds weight. There's literally nothing that you could add to the Kusa X. I mean, it's just it's, it's just totally loaded. It's bristling with stuff. And each thing that gets added adds weight, but it's all usable. There's no fluff on that, you know, at yeah. all. It's all usable gear. I, I think that's a good good segue to this. The Kusa X is not gimmicky. Oh, um, no. As the HD was before it. Uh, the HD before it had some gimmicky things in the hatch and, you know, different things like that. The Kusa X, what you see is the ultimate rigability um, mm-hmm. of a kayak with the tri track and the, and the way that it's set up. There's, we didn't give you any gimmicks. I think it's yeah. fair to say, wouldn't you guys? I agree. I, I agree with that. And and if you want to just leave it stripped down, if you want the open deck and you want to just put one fly rod on there and not have a, you know, anything even in the tank well, and you just, cause a lot of times I'll do that. I just, I just take one fly rod, a, maybe my camera and stuff and, and a little box of flies and just go. And I don't have to worry about all the other stuff or rods shooting out everywhere. So you can just strip it down and it's and stay really clean. Or you have so much gear track, you know, on the side, you can rig it out however you want, but it, but there's no, like you say, there's no fluff. Like Chris says, it's uh, what you see is kind of what you get. Everything there does have a purpose, you know, and having the tri track where it is on the sides actually makes it really easy to pick up from the side. Unlike trying to grab it by one handle with one hand, you know, that the tri track, you can actually get two hands on it and pick the boat up. And it's, it's pretty easy to carry on its side. It, it, to me, it's as easy to carry on its side as the bite is toting on by one hand 
and the bite's, you know, 20 pounds less than it is. So mm -hmm. uh, ergonomically speaking, the weight doesn't show up near as, as bad as folks think it will. Because trust me, I've, you know, we've all, I know several of us that have had big rigs in the past and, uh, you know, lifting big rigs up and putting them on top of trucks was part of the reason I've always fought for smaller boats. And then the funny thing is you end up with the take two that weighs more than what the big rig did, but it's actually easier to pick up than the big rig was. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of it has yeah. to do with balance and ergonomics. And, yep. you know, I've carried the big rig up a set of stairs and it wasn't all that fun. Um, <laughs> Chris Ritchie wants Chris Ritchie wants to know, I picked it on the wrong thing. He wants to know if you can deliver his Kusa X to Missouri for him. Oh, sure. <laughs> as soon as it warms up, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Oh, top five podcast. I mean, that's just for me. More than anything. Uh, cheers to you. Um, Dad, yeah. you know, part of what we don't see is all the stuff that happens behind the scenes. Right. So all of the editing and the footage that's being put together and, you know, the stuff happening in the factory and, you know, it's the amount of content that's going out that has to be prepared well before the launch, but then you've got to keep up. You know, so bravo, and and uh, we are really lucky to have you, and lucky to have the rest of the team. Yes, sir. It's really been a very much so. Well, we've we've got a good team as a whole at Jackson Kayak. I mean, you know, this project started with you guys. It started with R and D. Um, it started with the people on the factory floor. Um, there's a a whole lot of hands touch this project. The guys in customer service, Matt and Charlie, they took the yeah. boats out and beat the time out of. And if you haven't seen what Matt and Charlie do to boats, oh. <laughs> you ain't seen nothing. They they literally beat these boats to death, especially something like a Kusa, um, because that is that is their primary boat. And they beat them down and they beat this thing mm -hmm. down. Um, you guys, you guys all took a boat out and shook it down and, you know dealers have been involved i mean it's not just our team it's dealers like tg um involved in in doing some testing on this thing when it first hit the water and that it's a lot i mean a lot of hands touch these boats before they come out the door um and i think the kusa x is the testament uh to where we're headed and how we're how we're going to get there yeah. um shout well, out to all the guys that were on on our a lot of those Zoom calls and stuff that hadn't really got to see this boat yet. I mean, we're down south. It just, you know, logistically, it just worked out, you know. Yeah, it got cold we, up here. Yeah, it <laughs> got cold. And But a lot of those guys are really going to, uh, I mean, they're going to put it through its paces, too, in their yep. areas. And, uh, and a shout-out to all them. I'm not going to even try to name one of them because I'll forget somebody. But they know who they are. And uh, and I, I can't wait. I, I'm kind of like Chris Mug. I think he's excited for some other people to get a boat too. Cause yes, can't wait. And and then poor Jameson, who was bouncing all over the country <laughs> driving these things. I mean, yeah. man, I, I know when he did the walkthrough, I, I talked to him later on that evening, I, and he's like, I hope I didn't look tired. I'm like, dude, you look wore out. And I said, I, I, you know, <laughs> please get you some rest. Stop talking to me. Go to bed, please, right now, you know, because you need it. 
Yeah. Who are human or what? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's talk about uh, let's talk about Rocker because the last two boats that we've introduced at Jackson mm-hmm. Kayak have had the Rocker to them. Obviously, the NAR has more Rocker than a boat <laughs> of that size has had in ever. Um, usually, people are used to big flat boats like the Big Rig or the other brands. Um, the Kusa X, obviously, being a riverboat, has a lot of rocker. Let's talk about the benefits to that and what that's allowing these two new boats to really do. And I don't know who wants to start. Maybe. Okay. I vote the pro. <laughs> <laughs> Take it, Chris. You know more about rocker than any of us. Yep. Um, so I, so we can talk about the NAR first, right? Right. Uh, so I fished, uh, I fished two tournament seasons out of the big rig HDF meet, um, and fished it in some gnarly stuff. Like I have some cell phone video and 35 mile an hour winds in fresh water with water. Just, just right. Um, there wasn't a lot of rocker on that boat. So what rocker allows for you to do in big wave water like that wind water or whatever is it's it's going above and over it rather than trying to plow through it like a bulldozer right yeah. so we're doing a little more dukes of hazard uh and, <laughs> and, and, and a little less hulk smash a little less semi hitting a wall right right <laughs> um and and what that also allows you to do is stay on top of the water higher right as you're coming up and it directs the water around you through the hole that allows you to maneuver better um on the kusa x um you know i i I go back to that old um to the to the og kusa right like sheldon said um i looked at pictures uh from 10 years ago and man the if you counted from the water line to the top of that thing that sucker was dick right yeah big front end on it and um and that was that was for moving water, right? You want to be on top of the water, not going through the water, because when you go through the water with moving water, um, that's that's a bad combination. So you want to stay on top of the water. Um, so what what the hard thing about uh, the OG Kusa when you're building in rocker, you have to be purposeful with it. Um, is when it's tall like that, you become like what Chris Funk said, like a wind thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you're catching more and more wind. So for guys who don't know what I'm talking about, think of it is if you're fishing in a kayak and you're sitting down and it's a windy day and then you stand up, that's that's the equivalent of having a right. You, you are a sail. Right? So so if you are not purposeful with how you build rocker into the boat, um, then then you end up either being a sail or a bulldozer. And you don't want to be either one of those things. Um I, I love, I love the way that both of these boats handle in the water. Um, the, just the fact that you have so much boat control in, in a large, you know, boat like the NAR, which is a, is a, a battleship unto itself, mm-hmm. um, or something as nimble as the Kusa X. And we're using the same brain when we think about how these things are going to handle water and, and engineer it into that. Like, I don't, I know other companies are trying to do their best and stuff, but they just don't know how to handle 
water that doesn't stay still very well. Right. Uh, you know, and, and so I, I've done a horrible job of explaining that, but basically rocker allows you to maneuver in the water and over the water rather than through the water. Right. We're acting more like giant ships that are on the ocean. You know, their job is to go up and above the waves, not right through the middle of the waves. Those are different types of boats. Um, and so both both of these newer newer boats have gotten back to that and and have done it in a way that you're not sacrificing performance either. So you get the best benefits of both worlds. And well, that's an that, ability to, to, to trim that seat. And drop and and drop that nose back, and you got to look at the difference between the the OG Kusa, which was a high low, and then the HD, which was two positions high, three positions low, pop maybe six inches of, of seat movement fore and aft in that trimmability. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then you get this boat, which has probably close to ten inches of track that you can move, and then mm-hmm. when you go from high to low, that also moves it a, a, a good three or four inches. So you probably have. 13 inches of, of forward aft movement if you wanted to, to the ability to trim a nose down if you didn't want it to be to move that much or get that sucker all the way back if you want to get you know buck wild with it and and raise that nose up a little bit and then that's when like clay talked about it almost dancing over that moving yeah. water it is it's just kind of tickling the top of it and rolling and, and it's it's an amazing thing to see and let's talk about one more thing since you're talking about the track and that kind of stuff this is by far the best seat that's in a paddle boat. Yeah. Right. The, yeah. the fact that you can trim it, it's the easy high, low. It is a comfortable seat. Like I didn't have any kind of kayak just... cushions or lumbar or anything on it. And we were in that boat, you know, I was in it eight hours. The other guys were in it 11 hours. Right. And I was able to bring it up a hill, load, load them into, you know, load stuff into a truck get in the truck drive back to my truck and get into my vehicle and drive an hour and a half home and i didn't feel like i had gotten in a fight with a chicago bears linebacker (laughs) right that doesn't happen in most boats at my age like i'm i'm in my mid to upper 40s and so i'm not a spring chicken like mr sheldon is you know i I, I, you know it it's not am I going to hurt when I wake up in the morning? It's what's going to hurt when I wake up in the morning. And so having, having the ability to trim that and high and low and a super high quality seat that it's just, that is, that is great for river rats. This seat doesn't, um, you know, one of the things that always makes your backer and you don't realize it till you go to the chiropractor as you get older it's pinch the older seats would pinch in as they sag they would pinch in on your hips and it just kills your back by the end of the day and that's mainly what caused that but these new seats are really nice and flat and they're just great yeah got a question for here how high how stable is high seat i'll start um, I accidentally ran the first three sets of rapids in the high position <laughs> uh, and didn't even know it. And didn't even know it. Um, I had to make a conscious effort. Uh, oh, I should probably paddle this in the low position. Um, but the ability, so if you are familiar with moving water um, and you like to edge around, you know, moving water and eddies and stuff like that and like that control, like that kind of hip feel, 
like you'd have in a whitewater boat or something real low to the ground, like a, like a Ferrari type, you know, feel to it. Um, the high position, like it's, it's perfect for people who are, who are familiar with, you know, how to, how to dig a hip in and, you know, catch an edge and just, you know, float right out. Like if you're a brand new to kayaks and you're kind of a wobbly giraffe leg dude that has never really been in a high position and you've only been in one of those little foam hurt your back seats on a big, big box store thing, uh, probably don't run moving water in it until you try it in flat water for a little bit to, so you can figure it out. Cause you will feel uh, stability and stuff as you're moving. Like if you, if you put your nose over your shoulder, you're going to feel that stability kick in. Um, but like I, I ran those first three sets of rapids and in, in the high position, not even realizing it. So yeah, it worked. Um, how high is it comparable to the seat height in the U pick in the high position? So that's kind of a loaded question. It depends on which, if you're talking about a 2022 U-Pick or a 2020 U-Pick, because there's actually different seat sliders in those two boats. Um, So if it's the 2020 U-Pick, yes, it is higher. If it's the 2022 U-Pick, it's the same seat, the same easy high-low seating that's in the 2022. 2020. So, yeah, it would have a different the different new high-low seating is in the U-Pick that's in the um, Kusa X. Yeah. But you do it's pretty high. I mean, water, right? Like with the, Kusa X, with the Kusa X, you are a little bit higher. It's like the boat sits higher in the water. So mm-hmm. you will be a little higher off of the water. But as far as like deck to to where the seat is, it's the same. The uh, And I, I, I shared pictures in our with our team – of the the X in the high position and the Lisk in the high position measured off the deck, and it's from the the deck height. It's a, about a three inch difference in the X over the Liska. So mm-hmm. it is a I call it an advanced high. It's 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 higher than 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 it. And if you want to compare it to that boat, you, it's a considerable difference off of the deck. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask uh, uh, specific Chris. I know uh, I think Clay when we had it. A couple of us paddle with a 250, and then I paddle with my uh, copperhead, which is a 260. Um, and, if, and I was in the low position, but I, I tend to be a more of a, of a wide angle paddler, so I, I like that, or a low angle paddler. I like that 260. What did What did y'all think would be your your better paddle length on this? I paddle? think I think 260. I think me. I think mine and Sheldon's both for 260, and that. Okay. In that bending branches, that navigator, um, angler navigator, I had, I, I, it's that adjustable ferrule. So I was, we were pretty far out. We usually, usually have them pretty long. So I, I think a 260 really for the, for the X is the way to go. Yeah. I keep mine really long because, I mean, y'all know this. Normally when I hop in a boat, I don't sit down at all. He's, he's, <laughs> stand, he's standing in a Kilroy and moving water. I'd have been swimming, but yeah. That's a, <laughs> He's young. He's young. Yeah. Yes. But, yeah he's like not fat my- either. Uh, that's surprising. Yeah. He's not, not chubby. Not <laughs> yet. So, um, he's working I, on it. I, I guess I am the uh, short man in the group because uh, I, I make a habit to test every boat that I'm in with the exact same paddle. So since 2015, I've tested every boat I've had with a 240 centimeter uh, bending branches angler pro. 
the mm. same paddle and I paddled it in high and low and didn't feel like I was busting my knuckles. I never hit the side, uh, you yeah. know, the gunwales. And uh, I think some of that is personal preference, whether you kind of right. got a higher, yeah. you know, you know, so, something, if you're sitting down, I think, you know, sometimes it's when you don't, you know, you really, yeah. You know, it, it's kind of different, uh, you know, for each person, I think, and how long your arms are and stuff. So, well, and you I, see, you know, some, some paddlers will be, they, they're only moving their arms. And then some yeah, paddlers are, are not, moving their core yeah, and yeah. doing like they're supposed to. And, and the ones with the cores probably get away more so with that, that shorter paddle because they're, probably. they're moving their entire body to get away from the side of the boat. True. You know, and I guess for me, I, I, I go back and forth from really good form to I'm just being lazy to go over a fish, you know, but I, I know like she had the 250 and, and, and then swapped over my 250, 260 and was, was much, much more happier. comfortable with yeah. that. So I, I guess that's something that folks need to be aware of that, 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 you know, with the boat kind of, kind of find what you like. Of course, mm -hmm. you should do that with every boat that you get, no matter what you get, you know, yeah, and, um, that the good paddles make a big difference and 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 you know, we, we we definitely like what we've got yeah i think i think bad habits um or consistency depending on how you spin it um i i think the rule of thumb like if you're in a 36 inch boat you really need a 260 paddle um regardless of the boat just in general right just as a rule um but i'm a stubborn old goat and <laughs> I like consistency that way I can't say, Oh, well, it was a different paddle. So the boat performed different. Like I want to reduce as many variables as I can and having the same paddle for every boat. I even paddled a, you know, the NAR when I paddled the NAR instead of pedaling the NAR with that 240. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, that's a little bit more of a chore, but it can be done. Damn full. So you guys uh, got any questions for each other? Any others? When are we going to get together again? <laughs> Mara, th Thanksgiving, we're all coming over to your Nanji's house. Did you know? <laughs> get some turkey <laughs> ready. See you next week. Y'all can be there with her. I'll be at work. <laughs> and are you getting with the one that you just ordered? Say again? What color is Angie getting? <laughs> the, the playa. That's what I she, she saw it on that live walkthrough and she's like, because I had, Chris, I had the yellow jacket. That was the plan. And uh, but when I saw that and I could I could hear her, she's like, oh, that is gorgeous. And I'm like, well, it's all it needs to happen. So. Did, did Jameson not have a playa when he was with you guys? No, no, there was there was, there was only no, one. There was only one yeah. when he left. Yeah, he left the only one with me. Okay. So I, I, yeah. So she is not a camo boat fan. I would camo everything. I just yeah. yeah. I, 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 oh come on, y'all have seen my list, guys. Yeah, Angie, I have to agree. There is there there is plenty of boats here, and there is not one camo boat in my arsenal. <sighs> if they could all be blue, they would all be blue. I was so happy when Playa came out. Yeah, but we, we definitely keep her her my wife good. is quite envious of your Liska, so we have a take two in the uh knockoff version now. <laughs> That's what we're gonna call it. So we got a question. Uh an Orion 25 with the seat removed and a 35 in the tank well. Will it fit in the Coosa X? Have we tried it? Haven't I don't have a 25 right now, but I but I'm telling you that 
the seat width from that, uh, there'd be no doubt. I mean, there'd be no doubt. Uh, and 35, no doubt, in the tank well. Uh, yeah. and, I, and I'm sorry, Aaron, I, I don't have a 25 or I'd try it for you. But, but I mean, that, that area is huge. And especially yeah. if you took the, the slider system out, you know, then had just open floor there. That's a lot of beer, someone says. <laughs> <laughs> um, does the Kusa X come in a pedal drive? No, the Kusa X does not come in a pedal drive. Um, <laughs> that's the Kusa FD um, yep. available still. And we also have the Bite FD if somebody's looking for something smaller like that to take on the river. The Kusa FD is actually not a bad river boat. It's got a little bit of a different nose to it, not as bulbous. Um but yeah, it's and, and paddles surprisingly well for for that boat. Surprisingly I, well, I, I paddled it over in Panama, you know, in the Pacific for for a uh, almost a day, and and was keeping up with a lot of the folks pedaling. So I, I was very impressed with that uh, uh, in that aspect. And as far as both our ladies go, for the other ladies that might be watching, because. Statistically, in case you guys didn't know, because I found out this week because I looked, there are more women that follow Jackson Kayak Fishing on Facebook than there are men. It's actually 58%. Look at what they're here to look at. There's a lot of there's a lot of beards out there. Our calendar will be available in December, ladies. Just hang on. Oh goodness. Count me out of that one. What about Instagram, Chad? Do I on Instagram? I that I don't actually have that statistic in front of me. I just remember it this week because I was actually looking for promotional things. Um so as far as the ladies go, how do you guys feel like this boat paddles for you? And what would be your advice to other ladies that might want to say, well, I'll give this boat a shot? Hmm. That's a good question. Go for it, Angie. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you don't like to talk. Right? <laughs> I've, I've learned you pretty well quickly. <laughs> for me, and, and we, 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 we all laughed about it because I am not, on the fishing team that's honorary she I'm just honorary. catches she just catches more fish than everybody combined <laughs> yes. All yes. The yeah. <laughs> but I'm, the, I'm the typical gal who never fished never did anything of the sort who went out with the outdoorsy guy and married him so what do you do then if you're going to spend any time with them you've either got to start doing some of the stuff that they enjoy or you don't see them anymore so I started fishing with him. And then when we got into the kayaks, well, first we got into the canoes and then the kayaks. So um, he's kind of brought me along and um, taken very good care of me. I will have to, I will have to say that, you know, take good care of the one you're bringing into the sport. Now paddling the Kusa X and as opposed to some of the others. I love my Liska, not just because it is a beautiful boat and it's gorgeous, but I love the way it paddles. I love the way it handles. But when I got in that Kusa X, it was fun. <laughs> She's just giggling. I was just spinning it around and just, just giggling, literally giggling and have, having a good time. Um, for Even for a gal who's not, in, not experienced at all 
in a paddle boat. Get in and try. That's all you can ever do. You know, it might not be perfect the first time you try to paddle and you might get frustrated, but you will enjoy just being out on the water. That is, that's the best part of the whole thing. And then getting to meet other paddlers because it is a family. And um, I will say that has been one thing that the, uh, the Liska has done for us, having the girly boat. I have lots of little girls that will come up to me when we're, you know, putting the boats out and like, oh, I love your boat. Well, while I'm talking to them about paddling, usually daddy comes up and starts talking to Chris and, you know, they're getting into the more serious conversations. But here I'm having a chance of, of getting a little girl possibly interested in one day getting on the water. Mm-hmm. And that's exciting to me. And that's, that's one thing we like to do as a couple is to take families out and to introduce those little girls to paddling. Yeah, that's awesome. And what, what uh, I know uh, Miss Jean and Angie, both of them on the river, we talked about that, you know, cause Jean had some trepidations, uh, moments about the white water and 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 angie's not comfortable in in serious moving water even yep. though she's been down the coosa a few times and and both of them we right, said you the know the, the 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 thing that folks need to remember is nobody ever talks about the memories from sitting on the bench That's right. you know and and when you take that step and and jump out there with and that's why it's so important for for guys let me let me tell you right now if if don't don't buy your boat and your gear and then get your bride the Walmart special, the right cheapest there. PFD, the cheapest mm-hmm. paddle. Don't do that. If you wouldn't paddle with She's it, she's not going back with you. Don't you make her paddle with it. And, and when you when you raise her, you got an elevator. It's kind of like that, you know. The I mean, that, that you've got an elevator. Well, you elevator with with a PFD that's built for a lady. You know, you get her a darn good paddle. You get her a good boat. You keep her as comfortable as possible. She will go again and again and again with you. And it and it, and and that is a wonderful marriage tip as well. <laughs> uh, but but to me, it's just extremely important. But I I'm I was so proud of both of these ladies that pushed envelopes and they found their ex because that was a little extreme yep. for both of them. Mm-hmm. And and survive the day with smiles and memories and man, I mean, just that that just like yeah, I mean, they, they both they both killed it. I mean, oh, that was awesome. It was I mean, awesome. It was, they did great. It was. That's because y'all took care of us when you needed yeah, to. <laughs> so much for holding. Now, you could have done it. <laughs> now, as we as we get ready to close this thing out, I want to go to Chris Payne on this one. 2012, everything starts really taken off in the kayak world as far as the fishing industry goes original kusa like we was been saying um there's still a lot of room for growth i mean here we are with the third evolution the kusa x but we can still show up to the ramp and get those questions of they just can't believe that this is a thing you know how much more um, do you feel like teaching wise and, and with all this evolution, are you still surprised that you get this question? Um, I, yeah, I, I think I am. Um, you know, I, every time I do a workshop, 
every time I, uh, you know, I'm at a boat show, every time that I'm just taken out on the water, I, I, I am keenly aware just by the people who come and talk to me that, man, there's, there's so much more room for growth and, you know, and what's also cool about it is fresh eyes when they come to it. And I hope I'm answering your question, right? Um, but fresh eyes, when they come to it, ask new questions sometimes that we've not yeah. considered, right? When you've been in the market a long time, they're like, oh, well, why does that do that for that reason? And if our answer is because it's always kind of been like that, um, maybe we need to kind of reevaluate mm-hmm. you know, some of the sacred cows that we have in the kayak design world, you know. Why do, why do you have frame style seats? Why don't you use Bumbo style seats? Why do you use, you know, and, and that's hyperbolic, but, you know, why do we do the things we do? And I think that's the thing that, that I, I love about Jackson, right? Is we started with the OG Kusa and then we went to the Kusa HD. Now we're at the Kusa X. And by the time we get to the Kusa Z cubed or whatever it's going to be you know in another 10 years or whatever it's going to be that much better because we never stop trying to improve that's what's important with boat makers if you know there was a guy on one of my feeds you know i shared all the launch material and stuff because i'm excited about the boat let's be honest right right um and and i and so the uh the title of the article that i wrote is uh why the kusa x and somebody kind of smarted off and was like so you can sell more boats yeah and, i've seen that one and and so my i i didn't answer him uh because i, I want to stay professional but my answer is if if we're not constantly trying to change and we're trying to pass off the same thing like vehicles change every year because our Mm -hmm. expectations of what are in vehicles change every year if we're not changing our boats if we're producing the same exact boat for 10 years straight people aren't going to buy your boats you have to keep up with the times Mm -hmm. like high low seats are a must now Mm -hmm. like frame seats that don't pinch in that's a must for river rats the fact that we are just now really getting to horizontal rod storage in river boats Mm -hmm. that's probably 10 years overdue we're like well just stack them on your deck it'll be Mm -hmm. fine we put these little notches here Mm -hmm. yeah 10 years ago that's what we did that's not really and that's one thing that that's one thing on the design team that i'll be honest i really I never really thought of that, but some of some of these tournament guys, you know, and stuff. And when they first said, I was like, I, I really didn't even really know what they were really saying, to be honest. But they're talking about getting that rod kind of inside the gunnel there, where on the HD it was on top and kind of exposed. And they they learned that from being in these other boats and even the NAR and stuff. That hey, these rods need to be right here, you know, and uh, yep. and that's really and, and accessible from the water sitting. I mean, not just storing. Yes. You need to be able to yes. get to them and change and 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 put them back in while you're sitting. And it yeah. this is very doable for that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I'm I'm with you. I didn't think I needed that. <laughs> yeah, because I've just a lot of times I've got stuff thrown, and I'm kind of minimalist. I don't really carry a bunch of stuff a lot of times, but uh, but it's going to be nice to you know to have that because there's there's been. 
I mean, I've broke rods. You know, you got one hanging off the end out here. And, uh, you know, the, the HD, you could put a rod in there, but it's not like rod stores like we have on this X. It's, it's, uh, it's actually really protected inside the boat, not going to fall off if your strap comes undone or something like that. You know, it's, it's secure. And coming down some rapids, it's, it's good to have that. Or if you're dragging through a laydown in a little creek and you just want to put your stuff up and get over the, you know, get through the stuff. So it's, it's, uh, it's an advantage to have it there. And, and it's something that I really, you know, when people start talking about that, I'm like, well, you know, that's a good thing. But now seeing it, uh, it's, it really is a, a nice, you know, add on to that, that line, um, as well as some of the other stuff. I mean, you can get into other stuff, the hatch, um, you know, the hatch and the HD in the back really wasn't that big. I mean, you could fit a dry bag or something in there. Um, and I saw where somebody said, you know, a kayak camping uh, type of kayak needs to have a hatch in the back too. But that front one is so big. And um, I mean, it's, I really, I don't know what all Chris has tried to put in there, if he's really tried to pack it out. But if you were, like he said, he could go for, for a while, you know, if he got kicked out of the house uh you you could fit quite a bit in that front hatch and, well, I, and let's say two different camera bags our lunch bag and a drone up front and it but it didn't even fill up half the space yeah. and then the beauty is all that water that we ran in those three days of punching through and over stuff and and not one drop of water got into that opening not one and r rumor has it you also hauled a jameson redding Oh, that was sitting on it. Yes. That's a, we could have left him on that rock out there in the middle. Yeah, we could have. There's like a Disney tune to it, and it's like a whole new world. You know, <laughs> yeah. I might try to make a real. I wish I had video of that. I just had pictures of that. I don't know. You already got me dancing on the riverbank. <laughs> Those pictures that you and Angie did for Valentine's Day last year. I would love to redo that, but have like you and Jameson in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried to get them to do the Titanic pose on the front of it, but that wasn't <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, that's uh, that's a lot of good answers. And we're excited about the third evolution of this uh, Kusa X and the Kusa line. Um, so as we close out tonight, I want to let you guys each go around the room. Thank anybody that you need to thank and um, tell them where to find you on the instagram the facebook the youtubes whatever it is that you do um, we'll start with mr clay grace and we'll just work our way well that way <laughs> <laughs> well first off just like chris funk said it, it's really it's about the people and uh, it's, it's really not about this boat, to be honest. I mean, it's, it's a toy. It's something to play with, but really the memories that we make and, uh, you know, getting to spend without sounding too sappy here, but just getting to spend three days on the water, uh, you know, with Chris and Angie and Gene and Jameson and my son. And, and, and we were lucky enough to, to have good weather. Uh, I mean, it was, that's the memory. That's what I'm going to remember, you know, about, about that part of it. And, uh, so it's, it's really about the people. Um, uh, I like these Jackson boats. I like, but 
one reason I'm in a Jackson boat is really because of the people. If you want to know the truth, it's an added element to it. It's, uh, you know, it's, I've just made friendships, you know, over the years and, um, it's just good people. I, I don't know how to say it. And, and other companies have good people too, but it, it's just jives good together. So, you know, I can't, you know, it really doesn't matter what they come out with. I'm probably going to be in a Jackson no matter what they have. Even if they kick me off the team tonight, I'm, I'm probably going to be paddling. Well, you're in all in jeopardy because you're on this show. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we are, we are, but, uh, but yeah, uh, you know, I don't really have any sponsor. I really want, you know, I, I'm my Instagram is is fishing with grace. Uh, you can get on there and check out some pics and kind of what what we do. Sheldon, it's mostly pictures of Sheldon. Um, but I just I like getting out with the family. Some of my greatest memories are fishing with him and my brother. And when COVID hit, my wife, uh, you know, she's there really wasn't a lot else to do. So she started going fishing with me. And now uh, I'm really run a guide service that I get paid nothing uh, from just paddling her around and letting her throw spinner baits here and there. Uh, and I'm kind of back in the back of a DT a lot of days fishing these little creeks, but um, I wouldn't take anything for it. It's, it's a lot of fun, but, uh, but it's, yeah, it's really about the people and, and uh, thanks for having, having me on this. This has been fun. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Mr. Sheldon. Man, I, I got to say. the ladies where to find you. <laughs> I, I got a good one that's here right now. So <laughs> he's in there studying as we're talking. So we're going to stick with that one. But, um, smart. Yeah. Smart man. <laughs> but anyways, um, no, man, I the biggest thanks I got to say, I mean, that man right there, I mean, everything that he's done for me. That way. Is it that way? Yeah. <laughs> that way. Anyways, um, just him and my uncle, you know, just them really introducing me to fishing, just kind of, I mean, really helping me grow up, you know what I mean? Just like they introduced me to kayak fishing and fishing in general, and I just wouldn't be anywhere without them too. And so, I don't know, it's kind of eye-opening, you know, it's really a blessing, you know, when you get to fish with, with your dad and your uncle, have a good relationship with them, you know, and share that common ground of fishing that we – you know, no matter what, no matter, you know, I don't live with them anymore. So, but no matter what, you know, we can spend time on the water. Um, no matter what's going on, we always have that common ground. So I just want to say, you know, thank you to both of them um, for just kind of opening me up into the kayak fishing thing. So um, most of my pictures will be uh, whichever way he is <laughs> on his Instagram. I kind of have a personal page, but we kind of share that one as our fishing content. But um, yeah, that's pretty much it. How about you, Mama Jean? Where can they find oh. more Jean? Well, as far as being thankful, like we did that last year for the JK Thankful. Holy yep. moly, this team is kind of, you know, <laughs> like a big old family. And I am so glad to be with Jackson Kayak. Uh, it really is life-changing. You know, kayak fishing in itself is something you just don't understand until you get into it, that this, this activity can change your life. But mm -hmm. being part of the team has just been such an added uh, bonus for me. So, you know, my... Uh, I'm with Jackson Kayak. I am with 
team of Ryan Coolers. Yeah, baby. Uh, <laughs> and the uh, and uh, I don't have a, a close by dealer, so I'm actually affiliated with the Dugout Bait and Tackle in Marietta, Georgia. Mm. Never been to the shop, but awesome, awesome folks there, and they are a Jackson dealer. They've got demos on site, so I think they're going to have a uh, they're going to get the the Kusa X there by December third. So if you want to go try out. Uh, the new kayak from Jackson Kayak. I think uh, it behooves you to get your butt in that boat and and take a a, a good path around their pond that's on site there. Um, on uh, Facebook, I'm just me, Gene Wilson. On Instagram, I think I'm wanna do 0817. Does that sound right? Yes, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think that's you. <laughs> when my daughter was. A little, probably two years old. She would. She was a go getter, and she would say, uh, "Let you want to go to the library? You want to do that? You want to do that?" So, <laughs> I like it. It's kind I like of it. family a thing here. <laughs> Just look for the fifteen pounders. You'll find there it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Google fifteen pound fish. Gene pops up. How about you, Mister Payne? Um, so I'm pretty easy to find uh, on Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok, uh, at Paint Outdoors. Uh, on TikTok, it's more me making like uh, soft plastics, uh, kind of how-tos and stuff like that. So uh, that's a little bit different content, but Facebook and Instagram um, are, are all at Paint Outdoors and uh, in that, uh, you can also check out PaintOutdoors.com has pretty much all of my reviews since 2012. So we review all kinds of stuff. Um, if it's in the kayak fishing world, uh, we review it. Um, we, we do all kinds of stuff. Um, I say we, it's basically me, myself and I now. Um, but, uh, and um, so I, I like Mama Jean's kind of thankful for, um, I, you know, I, I'm, one of the newer guys to the Jackson family. Uh, I've paddled Jackson's for over a decade um, amongst other boats, but uh, this is kind of new, a, a new foray um, for me because I've tried to stay distant uh, from, you know, boat manufacturers so that I can talk about all the things and typically they're pretty limited. Um, so it took, it took a significant, uh, significant group of people uh to convince me to be willing to kind of saddle up uh, with a group and so i guess that kind of starts with richard finney yep. um you know richard was like hey look you know we really need to talk about this and um we talked about it a long time uh, i've spent a lot of years with richard judging tournaments and stuff with kbf back in you know 2014 2015 2016 and um, you know, we, we spent a lot, a of, lot, a of, lot of hours together judging fish, and, uh, talking about kayak fishing. And when I started getting to meet people that were involved with the team, like Dustin Nichols, you know, here in Texas and Michael and Lance McCorder and, you know, all, I'm going to leave somebody out, but like all of my Texas guys, um, and I decided to make the jump. They're like, all right, you're in the family. Welcome to the family. And like these guys are immediate second family. Mm -hmm. And it's about 
people first that are also building awesome boats. And that's a different feel than uh, really, I think anybody else is doing. I think there are a lot of people who want to claim that, but I, this is where you see it, right? It's in action, not in words. And so I, I hope to be here a really long time. And if I get fired, like Clay said, I'll, I'll, I'm still going to, hopefully that happens after I get my Kusa axe. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> Bury me in my Kusa axe. It'll be like the meme. We ain't freaking leaving. <laughs> All right. The funky tribe. Go ahead, ma'am. <laughs> you're you're closer to Chris. <laughs> well, well, for me, you're just gonna see me on his pages. That's, That's just fine. all there is to it. I don't do my own posting or anything, but I I will be in his pictures. I'm his top model. Yes, very much so. <laughs> so, but I've I've been around on the edges for years now, and it has been a blast watching this boat come about from my little viewpoint in the passenger seat and not being in the design team, but not being in all of that, but watching everybody work so hard to make this the boat that it is. And it's, it's been just a joy to, to finally get to put names and faces together. And you start seeing me a little more and more as the, as, <laughs> as the months go along now. So <laughs> that's a good thing. Oh, yeah. Well, I said, because for my my built-in model, Ethan, you know, after he got married off, it's like, you know, and then chased his little female and then got married off. I was I was on the water a lot alone. And it's very difficult to photo boats and things like that by yourself. It's just not easy to do. So mm-hmm. she it, she's gracious enough to to jump out there. Uh, I know we photographed for Bennett Branches before when it was lightning storm and we literally had minutes before it was a life-threatening situation you know so let's run out there and then of course the x the other day we we had to get on the water but the the hurricane was coming so she takes them for the team pretty regularly but but uh, uh team wise man i i can't i can't thank there's so many folks and and some have come and gone uh down the down the way and then this past october i celebrated 10 years on this team so i'm a, a little long timer member uh, but what a blessing it's been. And, and, you know, through the, through the, 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 some of the rough days and the rough times and the COVIDs and the everything else and, and to, to come out and, and be able to be a part of something. The thing I've, I've always loved, like, like Chris said, you know, it's more about the people and no matter what we talk about a boat or we're, well, whatever we review, if we're not truthful, then, then we're no better than the, uh, you know, the electrons that we're printing our stuff on, you know? And to me, I, I, that is our face and our name. And I want people to be happy with what they're paddling. If you're not paddling Jackson, I'm going to help you. You know, I, I want you to be happy with what you're paddling because the people that are happier paddling are going to infect other people. And and one of those people might be somebody that I could talk into paddling a Jackson. And the reason I paddle a Jackson is because I love a Jackson. You know, I mean, that's that's it, it all comes full circle. So it, we behoove and benefit ourselves by being truthful, honest, and, and as, as big a benefit and help as we can to other people on the water. Because every single one of us started somewhere. Somewhere. And that's what a lot of people in this industry tend to forget. So every one of us took that first step. Every one of us took that first adventure. And and the more that we can help do that, you know, 
so for us, um, and she follows along the same line, but for me, my, my life revolves around success. My faith, my family, fur, fins, feathers, and photography. Uh, and I know I fudged a little bit on that last one, but the photography part is, is a lot of fun for us and to be able to share the, the things that we're surrounded with and the beauty that we see. Uh, Feral One Photography is, is my site. I think it's on, that's what it is on Flickr. I think I'm Feral One Photography on, on uh, uh, Instagram. Uh, Chris Funk, the Feral One on YouTube. And we do the same thing. We try to help people because she doesn't look like me. So she's a little lighter. She's a little cuter. She's not as mean. So I've been trying to include her more in videos to kind of bridge the gap between guys that you know look like me and, and perhaps their, their, their counterparts that might need questions answered. So we're doing like, you know, lady PFDs and, and things like that, that, that are really helping to, to open up doors for other people to get on the water. And it doesn't matter if you got a fishing rod in your hand or not. It, it, we go on Eagle paddles regularly, Eagle cruises. Uh, sometimes we'll just go out and just to have time together. Uh, I, I honestly believe a pair of kayaks would probably be some of the best marriage counseling a person could have. And if you could, if you're not married yet, go out and <laughs> survive a tandem <laughs> then you got a good shot of staying married yeah so, uh, true I, I, you know, so anyway but yes thank you guys and 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 love this team love being a part of this team and and everything it represents well as we close this thing out i got a little something special you guys can't hear it oh no It's so special, it's hidden. <laughs> the secret. Can't hear it, can you? Nope. Uh, you can't hear it. That's disappointing. Play the Brady Bunch theme song and nobody can even hear it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for watching, everybody. We appreciate you. We will be back in action. Of a man named Chad Brock, who was running this very crazy team. We'll be back in action. Um, it looks like on December 1st, we will have the next Doc Talk. So stay tuned, stay with us, and we'll be back. Happy, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. The, yeah, yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, Chad. See you guys. Bye. Bye.